September 25, 2020 marks the college's Fall Career and Opportunities Fair for students to explore options for internships, jobs, and postgraduate plans. This year, the fair is held entirely virtually on the Handshake platform. As students navigate and prepare for their future careers, they are also learning new software for networking and etiquette for the virtual sphere. Today, I am discussing the career fair and future job coaching in initiatives with Ms. Shannon Conklin, the director of the Career Center at TCNJ. She shared insight about setting up an account for students and how to best prepare for the career fair. So I guess uh, from the beginning, uh, what are, so for the career fair this semester, it is all completely virtual. Uh, so what were some initial challenges uh, like to create this uh, fair compared to other years? Well, I think the main challenge with the fair this fall compared to especially our previous falls is the fact that since March, we've been waiting for guidance from our Handshake platform, who is the vendor that we use, of course, for the recruiting system here at TCNJ. We were just waiting to see if they were going to be developing a virtual fair tool and then how it was going to be because they actually developed it over the summer. So it's very new. This is the first fall that they have it launched. They tested it out this summer. So a big part of it was just making sure we had the technology available to support our fair needs um, and the volume that we usually see. So Typically, we have almost over 150 organizations that will come to campus and recruit TCNJ students. We'll have last year, for example, we had well over almost 800 students attend the in-person event. Um, so making sure we had technology to handle that capacity and the needs, and then also understanding the nuances that came with that, because that's what's really unique with the virtual fair is not only do students employers have to go through the preparation, but then there's these technical considerations that we need to make sure. The other component to that is accessibility, recognizing that students have different access to technology, to Wi-Fi, to internet, all of these elements that are different when it's not obviously in person. So essentially it was the technology was the biggest, I think, challenge and just navigating the unknown and making sure that we aligned with general direction that came from TCNJ as a college um, with the decisions for the fall, with the decisions of how to best support students, and then of course keeping in consideration of what our employers are capable and comfortable doing to make sure that they still have those connections with the TCNJ students that they consistently come and report for. Um, so those are what I would say are the big, the bigger pieces. Mm -hmm. Were, your, uh, were most of the regular employers still able to um, participate with the virtual or did you find that many were no longer like they couldn't be compatible doing it virtually? So right now we have 77 employers registered. Unique factor about Handshake and how they set up the virtual fair since that's the platform that we're using for the virtual fair for the first time ever. Um, the onus is more so on the employers actually. So employers have to set up a schedule of group sessions or individual sessions, and there's limitations on that. Um, so, and they, we were asking them to also make sure that they're attaching a job description because we wanna make sure that um, 
if they're recruiting, they have something in mind. Now, of course, there's always going to be employers that are attending just to start building their pipeline, even if they might not be hiring at the moment. They might be thinking of internships that they have coming up in the spring, for example, depending on their industry. The big challenge that we're navigating again is the fact that there's more responsibility on the employers. We've actually been offering and very much um, huge credit to our assistant director of employer relations, Emily Bain, who has been offering training sessions to employers to utilize the Handshake platform and to complement the trainings that Handshake themselves have been offering employers. Um, so that's been something that has been very unique that we haven't had to navigate before. Um, and again, it just gets back to my earlier point, which is it's all new, mm -hmm. technical component. Um, we have found that um, there have been other schools, universities, colleges that have had their fairs earlier in the semester. Um, and there's been, again, like some hiccups, but that's really something that we're anticipating. So for example, we're gonna have Zoom rooms to support employers and a Zoom room to support students in case there's technical questions or issues with that onus um, and employers understanding what their needs are, if their needs and the recruiting um, goals have shifted because of having, say, a virtual internship program or thinking about how they might need to shift their roles for full-time positions. Um, I think there might be just a little bit of delay in terms of the number of organizations as they're thinking about how their needs have evolved, how they have had to evolve their onboarding process. Um, so those are a couple of the factors that we've seen. It sounds like it might even be a clearer process for students to navigate, like seeing, okay, who has internship openings and who has, instead of just like approaching a table and saying like, oh, um, who do you represent and so forth. Yeah, there's more information that's available. And that's the biggest thing that we want students to recognize the preparation with any event in person or online preparation is really critical. Um, the preparation is even more pivotal this year because there is this action that's required as far as signing up and registering. Now students can register, you know, up until like right up to the event begins. Um, so last minute can still happen just like if you decide to, you see something happening on campus at the rec center and you decide to walk in and see what the fair is all about. Um, but it's, you get, you can see more information. You can see what type of jobs they're hiring for. You can learn more about the organization. Um, but we, students have to have certain settings in their handshake profile to make sure that they can just participate because of, um, again, like matching up with an employer and how employers might have set up their group or individual settings. So have registration starts this week for uh, TCNJ students for the career fair. How have numbers been and like how is reg like registration have have you had insight into that yet? So, you know, with it just beginning of the strongest sense, we're hoping that the information and we're sending out a lot of information um, to faculty to staff. Um, to students directly through our newsletters. So there is a bit of information overload. 
we don't want anyone to be ill-informed, essentially. We want everyone to feel confident in terms of just the nuances that they need to navigate. So, and we want everyone to hopefully recognize and come out of this with seeing how much Handshake can help with their career and professional development. Um, there are still lots of opportunities in there. Now the virtual fair hopefully is just moving the needle a little bit more to illustrate that. Um, the other element that we want students to understand is maybe there might not be an employer that they're specifically looking for that's participating in the virtual fair for one reason or another. But we've been seeing that we've had an expanded um, diversity of employers who've been recruiting TCNJ because of the remote nature of uh, university relations now, employers that might have not previously recruited are now adding those positions to Handshake, selecting TCNJ as a school that they might be interested in because they're not limited by the physical attendance of coming to campus. So that's actually, you know, some of the silver lining that we're seeing and that we've seen from other schools that we've, you know, talked to and benchmark against. Um, so that's something that we're excited about overall, this increased access um, to organizations. So um, this is day one of the student registration. Um, so I think we're at 50 right now. Um, we obviously want that to go up since we have 77 organizations offering group sessions, offering individual 10-minute uh, sessions. Um, so we just want students to make sure that they log into Handshake, that they follow us on um, social media, Instagram specifically, um, TCNJ Career, um, so that they're getting that information and then they're looking out for our newsletters that we're sending because it really breaks down the information um, that's needed to understand just how to register, what information, how they need to tweak their handshake profile, which is very minor things um, to make sure that they gain access and they understand the organizations that are coming. Now, of course, like handshake, um, like is like they need to um, register and update their information on Handshake. But did you find that before the career fair, students were using Handshake more due to the remote nature? And even like with LinkedIn, like do you think these became more valuable resources? I, well, I know that they became more valuable resources. I hope students have found them to be more valuable. We've certainly been really um, trying to push that message and make it clear. We have seen an uptick. I mean, for example, last spring from March until June, we had over 9,000 job and internship opportunities added to Handshake. So despite that being the peak of the pandemic, there were still a significant amount of opportunities from students, or I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. There was still a significant amount of opportunities from employers seeking out our students. Um, so we have been looking at making sure we expand our communication to try and get that information out to students. So we have newsletters that we try and send on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis at minimum um, to draw attention to the specific examples um, of opportunities to encourage students to log in and see that with LinkedIn, with alumni, for example, or more um, professionals working from home, having some more flexibility to connect with students and give that advice. Definitely been encouraging leveraging of LinkedIn to connect with alumni for not only informational interviews, to build your network, but also just get a sense of where to start. There's no better place to start and understand where a TCNJ 
student can go then to connect with TCNJ alumni and leveraging LinkedIn is the solid starting place for that. Um, so I don't have the numbers on LinkedIn because I'm not an administrator at LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have seen, of course, the uptick as far as use of Handshake, the opportunities that are being posted. And we constantly want to see students leveraging that and just looking for that information. Um, so if a student is not on Handshake or utilizing it, the main ask that we have is to log in, answer your career interest profiles, give the platform a little bit of a sense of what your goals are, or if you don't have goals and you're just interested in exploring, that information will help just tailor the type of opportunities that are being suggested to you and then look out for our newsletters that highlight and give examples of the opportunities that are actively posting. Um, so those are a couple of pieces that we just want students to understand. And we're, of course, always keeping an eye on whether those numbers are going up and if they're not, how we can be of better help um, as well. So in preparation for the career fair, how would you suggest students um, go about um, um, preparing like their resumes? Like, for example, I mean, there's no need to print out resumes or even like knowing I guess like how, what should they wear and so forth? Like, do you have any specific tips? So there's a couple of key tips for preparing for the fair. One is update your handshake profile and specifically students need to indicate what their school year is. And they have to also set their privacy settings to community. That's, those are the two most pivotal pieces within the handshake profile because with the community setting that will allow employers to message you and that's how they'll be getting in touch before or after the fair and it also enable access to the fair. So those are big pieces that we want students to understand. We have links to videos on our website um, as well as again consistently promoting these technical components um, on um, our Instagram account. Preparing your resume is still as important. Yes, you don't have to print out a copy but you have to still have a copy available if or asks or they want to review your profile on Handshake. So it's still important to have your resume reviewed. Students can go about that in two main ways. Um, one, we have our virtual open hours. So those are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. The hours are listed on our website. Mondays from 1.30 to 3.30, Tuesdays 3.30 to 5.30, Thursdays 1.30 to 3.30, and Fridays 10 to 12. So students can attend those. The link to join those online sessions is found on our website. Students can also have their resume reviewed from our resume review at tcnj.edu account. Um, share a copy of your resume as a Google Doc so we can have we can add comments, and that is available. We're of course seeing you know. A high volume of resume reviews coming in right now. So the sooner you submit the better chances you'll have to make sure that it's gonna be reviewed um, in well advance of the fair. So having your resume reviewed, uploading that to Handshake, and then also applying those suggestions to your Handshake profile is pretty critical. Um, we want students to check, again, as I was saying earlier, technical requirements to make sure that the video will work um, when participating in the virtual fair and troubleshooting any other elements that are tied to just that, that technical component. We want students to plan your outfit and your workspace. 
Um, so you'll see here today, I'm wearing a blazer and I'm thinking about the background that I have. Um, so you should dress the part, you know, put yourself in that mindset of dressing, you know, head to toe in some professional attire. It doesn't have to be overly formal, but again, you always have to think about the first impression that you're making with an employer, especially if you're going to be participating in any of the one-on-one -on -one sessions that employers will be making available. You'll have a meeting with an employee for 10 minutes. That's a really unique opportunity to make that first impression, ask questions relevant to the employer, give yourself, you know, share your pitch with an, an organization about who you are, what your goals are. Um, so thinking about those elements is really important. The other piece is just researching the employers that are attending. Um, that's really important. You wanna make sure that you understand, you know, their website, their mission and values, do those align with your interests, take a look at their open roles, um, think about is there anything new about them in the news or any initiatives that they have, um, any projects that align with your experience, research that and if you can mention that or use that as the basis for a question within an organization, again, that can make a very strong impression and lead to you know, an interview, your application getting reviewed um, and going from there. So through these different exchanges on like for like the one-on-one -on -one sessions and there are even like group sessions on this virtual uh, career fair, um, do you find that many of the traditional pieces of etiquette like with networking, do they translate well over a virtual landscape? Because I feel like nowadays a lot more interviews will be done like uh, virtually. I think that the landscape has changed. A lot of organizations had to figure out how do we manage this remotely. A lot more thought might have to go into how you specifically design an onboarding process or how might you need to change your internship program where usually you're able to attend a lunch to learn something about the organization or add this component of professional development for your, for your interns, for example. Um, so a lot of organizations, there was a delay when the, you know, the pandemic started to, to peak and um, have the impact that it did earlier in the spring that employers, I think, have now figured out. Um, so that's one piece to recognize. However, when it comes to networking um, in an online setting, the fundamentals stay the same. So while the medium has changed, you still need to be prepared. You still need to do your research. You still need to think about the impression that you're giving. Um, you still need to do that follow-up. Those are always gonna be important. The only nuance that's added is this technical piece about how's my internet doing? <laughs> the workspace look like? What's my background? Um, what do I do if I'm interrupted? Tell family members, hey, for this block of time, can you please not interrupt me or try not to? You know, there's just these different nuances. Or if you're anticipating that, I think it's also important from the start of, say, a conversation individually with an employer that you might say, this is where I'm located in my house or at my apartment. Um, you know, I might get interrupted by a family member. I might have a dog bark in the background, something along those lines, just to manage, manage expectations right out of the gate. And I know 
for a fact that everyone can appreciate and can relate because we're all navigating it together. Everyone has experienced that in some way, shape or form, you know, in these last few months. Um, so I think it's just important to be upfront about that and people certainly can appreciate it too. So mm -hmm. prepare, you manage some expectations um, and then just, you know, take advantage of that opportunity. Um, so with the fair, you know, you have for one-on-one -on -one sessions, you have 10 minutes with a recruiter. Those 10 minutes can go by fast. So that's why it's important to practice your pitch and your introduction, to have questions prepared, and then to see what the employer might be, um, you know, presenting information or, you know, questions that they might have for you. So it's, it's a really unique opportunity because usually at a fair, for example, you're in this huge, you know, space with lots of other people. There might be a line that you're waiting in and then you have so many minutes to talk to an employer and hoping that they hear you among all the other things going on. In this scenario, you're in a, a Zoom room or effectively similar to a Zoom room. So it's very much one-on-one. -on -one. So it's a very unique opportunity. And that's something that I think, again, something that's um, a positive because how often do you get that opportunity? So it's important to have that strategy too going in, not just to the spare, but when you think about how you're connecting with others online as well. For the Career Center in general, have you noticed feedback from students like about their concerns about the future workplace or like finding opportunities for internships and jobs? Well, the concerns are natural concerns. There's so much that's unexpected or there's things that have changed or especially in the spring, heading into the summer, uh, offers might have been rescinded or plans had changed because employers were still figuring out the impact that the pandemic was having in terms of their needs um, or the type of work that they had available. So it's natural to have that level of anxiety. Um, and that's why we always want students to remember all the resources that are available at TCNJ um, to help navigate and have those conversations in addition to working with us specifically to talk that through, to look for workshops that we're making available um, or that we're actually seeing employers make available. We've seen an uptick of organizations that have professional development sessions that they're making available to TCNJ not only a way to learn about their organization, but to also think about how do I manage stress in my job search right now? Or, you know, what's a day in the life like working for our organization specifically? So I think students have been stressed, um, but that's why it's important to explore and think about more than one plan. Have plan A, have plan B, have plan C, and maybe even think about a plan D. Make sure that you stay organized. Make sure that you're networking. Connect with alumni. Connect with those that might work for the organization um, that you're interested in. And using LinkedIn, for example, to say, I really wanna work for Google, for example. Who works at Google currently? And what was their first job after college? Well, where did they intern? LinkedIn can present that information and that's something that's extremely powerful to use to think about where can I get started? What are even the job titles? What are other organizations similar to this? So then again, you have those multiple plans to consider and that you stay organized with that information. 
So you can keep a record of where you applied, who you connected with, keywords or skills that you've seen in job descriptions that you yourself have, or that maybe you want to work towards during this next, you know, during your academic year and your classes and your projects and jobs or internships, volunteer research, all these different ways, um, student organizations to get this experience. So I think that um, if you feel that there's something unknown, focus on what's in your control. What is in your control is coming up with different plans, utilizing resources available to you, staying organized, and then focusing on the little steps that you can take that can make a big difference. I think that if I was staying organized, connected with alums right now, that would make a difference down the road. So keep that in mind because it can definitely be, it can get overwhelming, but if you break it down, you can focus on what's in your control and you can set yourself up for success and everyone has their own definition of success. That's important to recognize. Focus on what you can do and what you're passionate about. And if you have questions about that or even how to get started, that's what we're here to do and help. Yeah. And so with the, um, with the employers that are coming in through Handshake and so forth, do you find that they're all from similar industries or is there a wide variety? And like, has this, that has this changed in recent years? Well, we're always focused on making sure that we have a variety of industries. One thing that is really important to call out is that you should look at the industries, but also the job functions that they're, that they're promoting and recruiting for. Because for example, higher education, TCNJ is in the higher education industry. There are accountants that work at TCNJ. There are individuals who work in communications. So these are job functions within the higher education industry. Same with technology companies. So remember that, like, again, like as another example, remember that you can focus on an industry, but then depending on what you're studying, what your interests are, what your career goals, consider the fact that there are job functions in these different fields across industries. And that's something that's really important to remember because that can multiply the opportunities that are available to you. And I appreciate how the Career Center over the summer, they had kind of like this week, you should do this for your profile. And so it was almost like these like guiding steps on just doing it slowly, but like surely. <laughs> right. No. I mean, we totally understand it. I mean, all of us have years of experience in career services. So there's all these different ways that you can research and help yourself prepare and do little things at a time to really, to make it more manageable. We also recognize that you're students, so you have lots going on too. You are a student, you're studying, you might be working, you might be a news director, <laughs> you know, you have a lot to balance. Um, so just break it down. <laughs>